Very entertaining morning this morning, listening to our breakfast host lose uh, a significant part of his rag over the well-meaning twaddle that sometimes comes out of the clean green mob. Uh, it started just after the 6.30 news. There was this poor fella, hapless solar power enthusiast, who got a little casual with his language. He said, we need solar power because, you know, there's demand on our power sources. And he called an increase in the sales of electric vehicles a rapid uptake. Well, Mike wasn't having that. EV fleet numbers in New Zealand around 12,000. Yes, that's doubled. But as he said, from a low basis, you know, most of us uh, buy, the, uh, buy the, 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 the petrol burn and stuff. And he doesn't think the increase from 6,000 to 12,000 in a year is a rapid uptake. That said, it's not nothing. You know, if you stuck those 12,000 vehicles in a line at a service station waiting for a fill-up, you'd be waiting a while if you were behind them. You wouldn't call that line little. So let's just get accurate and call it what it is. It's 2% of our fleet. That has been chosen by people because it fits their needs and outlooks. And on the whole, all the EV owners feel very satisfied with their decision. And it's not nothing. But it's all part of an issue because yesterday... The government announced an $11 million increase in funding to support the EV fleet, all 12,000 of them, lifting their total commitment to around about $16 million a year. That's quite a lot of money for 12,000 vehicles, but they're hoping that they're going to make more vehicles uh, be on our roads. Now, what is interesting about that is a lot of it's being spent on funding of recharge stations around the country. And the increase in funding will provide recharge stations in more remote locations, like right through the Mackenzie country and all the way up to Mount Cook. To be fair, taking a long-distance journey in an electric vehicle is a bit like roulette, you have to say. You know, yeah, yeah, think you can make it, you think the range is good, do you think you're going to make it all the way to the next recharge station? I mean, you could put money on it, there'd be tension, it would make all sorts of fun on a journey, but there we go. Now, I, like Mike, wonder why the funding of recharge stations is the taxpayer's responsibility. When cars took over from horses, did the government spend a lot of taxpayer money funding service stations? I don't think so. If the EV industry can't fund its own basic infrastructure, then you'd have to say that's a worry for its sustainability. Now, one could say, well, what about public transport? And true, public transport cannot fund itself on fares alone. However, the government subsidies that public transport receive are in fact an investment that saves on productivity costs elsewhere. You know, if everybody abandoned public transport because it suddenly became so very expensive and started using their own transport again, this country would grind to a halt. And you don't like that. A country that grinds to a halt ends up with no tax money. I don't think there is, though, the same imperative with EV charging stations as there is with government subsidies of public transport. And the new age of renewable energy transportation has to be able to stand on its own feet. And I'll give you an example. Everyone knows I'm a bike-riding hipster who's used bicycles to commute with ever since I was 10 years of age. I love the freedom from congestion. I love the freedom from parking hassles. I use cycle lanes. For journeys of 5 to 10 kilometres, I can tell you I am substantially quicker than a car, and I always find a parking space right outside where I want to be. And you know what? It's also fun. So you'd think... 
me being one of these tragics, that I would be a prime contender for the electric bicycle revolution. And yet recently, when faced with the need to get another form of transport for the family due to a household capacity issue, did I go out and buy an electric bike? I did not. Instead, I went out and bought an emission-belching two-stroke 50cc scooter, which, by the way, I'm loving. Why? Well, I've picked up this great little scooter for $2,000. And I did go and have a look at a decent electric bike, which would fit, you know, a 55-year-old hipster. Tragic. And I'd have to spend considerably more than $2,000 to get that electric bike. If I could have found a $1,000 electric bike, I would have been in like Flynn. But no, the emission-belching 50cc scooter it can go 65 kilometres an hour. And it's retro-styled and looks really snazzy. It was only two grand and considerably cheaper than the electric bike. So a message to the renewable energy transport people, really honestly, it is not happening. Until the cost of the clean vehicles is no more than the dirty ones. And that is not the government's responsibility. This whole thing is about the people who make the things in the first place.